Hey everybody, welcome back to Nothing But A Bob Thing. Well, hey there. Justin here. Nathan. You're over there. I'm I'm all the way, I'm one table away from you. <laughs> yes, the length of one whole table. That is the precise measurement here. Season one, episode eight. This is Peaceful Valley, guys, though I think you will find... I don't want to talk about it. It is nothing but peaceful here tonight. I think this is the first time that I've really been that down on on a bob painting yeah i've been pretty down on them before but yeah, this well, one i mean you you live in the down <laughs> area that's that's not unfair <laughs> that's not unfair but like the, i we'll talk about it we'll I get just, there not, we'll get there i'm not thrilled let's kick things wonderfully off with a bob fact yeah um so as we know bob made a name for himself in the 80s. Um, what else can you think of that came around in the 80s? Uh, hair metal. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That uh, was very popular and continues to be popular to this day. Synth pop? Not music related. Okay, DeLoreans? That's not popular <laughs> today. Back to the Future? No. It, I'm bad at this. Video games. Oh, video games. Sure. Yeah. A, a general concept, not a specific movie franchise <laughs> or a genre of music. I'm bad at this. Um, Nintendo, yes. back in the day, yes. had plans to create a series of video games based on the joy of painting. You're kidding. Yeah. They never did it, but they had plans to do it. Can you imagine? Did... Did Bob even know what that was? Bob Bob was a marketing genius, as we've learned. That's true. Bob was a marketing genius. Um, so I'm sure he had an idea that the kids all all dug it. <laughs> kids were into their bleeps, their bloops, yeah. the their bleeps power and ups. the bloops. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how that would have worked out. Like if it would have been somehow painting on it, yeah. or if it would have been like a a you know scroller game like Mario where Bob Ross is just jumping around happy trees. I like that idea. I like that idea. Comes a up lot. to a Koopa and instead of jumping on his head, <laughs> just like pets him a little bit and then sets him free. Turns him into a rock. Yeah. You go over here. <laughs> I like you know, I had Mario paint on I think Super Nintendo. Mm -hmm. But that was kind of advanced for the time. It had a yeah. mouse it had, you know, regions. It was a it was very complex. Well, and and for this, based on the time that the Joy of Painting was on, I would assume it would have had to have been on the NES, yes. not the Super Nintendo. Right. So it would have been way oh, too advanced for that. The idea of a if little it was painting. pixelated Bob guy really excites me. Because it'd be all fro, and then just yeah. this little guy and yeah. with a big paintbrush in his hand. Yeah, the pixels <clears throat> for the fro would outnumber the pixels for the face. Exactly. About 10 to 1. <laughs> uh, I really like this idea. Yeah, it ran into production problems early on, so we have no idea. If they don't hold the copyright for that anymore, someone, someone clever out there mm -hmm. should make a little app that's like an 8-bit bob ross game yeah it's a great idea 
We, I mean, we could do it. We just have to call it Rob Boss or something. Yeah. <laughs> Bob Ross in the Peaceful Valley. <laughs> I've been playing Sonic on my phone because Sega is making all their classic games like free. Yeah. I mean, they're ad supported, but they're basically free. And I've been playing Sonic and the names of like some of the, um, the levels are kind of like what you would have, like Spring Valley. You know, that kind of <laughs> they thing. They all sound yeah, that peaceful. They all sound like, yeah. I do. Mario was always that way, too, like on Super Nintendo. Yeah. They they were a little bit more surreal, but it was still always like Donut Valley and things. <laughs> <laughs> right. They're all valleys. Yeah. Donut Valley, Peaceful Valley. Mm-hmm. Mountains. Mountain. There were mountains. Yeah. Mountain course way. Mm-hmm. I, you know, we talked about this last episode, and it, it's kind of true on this one as well yeah bob ross his paintings seem to lie in an an area of the world where seasons don't exist yes and you can have spring right next to winter yes that may he may be painting from the same place that mario (laughs) was playing just like he, he goes from a a plain to a desert into a cave then he can go up into the mountains or into the woods they're like it's everywhere and it's all within walking distance yeah that's right or tube distance that's true. the case may be mm-hmm. occasionally you jump on a dinosaur <gasps> yeah oh in the bob game you could jump on a happy little cloud you could fly <laughs> around <laughs> Ah, I love, I love that idea. I love it. Oh, and when you go to fight someone, you have to fight them with your mighty palette knife. You get real stabby. I don't know. This is genius. I don't know who we know that can design video games. I, I know no one. Um, if if you know how to do that, let us know. We would love to be part of it. We would love to like come up with the story and mm-hmm. the features and things, and then you could do the the actual like coding part of it. We can offer you exactly zero dollars correct it would have to be free because we get so sued but our undying affection (laughs) that's right oh and the and kind of like donkey kong has the ladders like we have the uh the mighty ladders Mm -hmm. connecting each one you know i like it nathan this could go far yeah this could go really far Uh, once again no money will be made no no zero money we have no right to the bob ross image or if you are the person from the bob ross company who's been tasked with listening to this podcast to make sure we don't (laughs) step out of line Uh uh-huh we're not making money no no dollars though i do believe we can accept donations now yeah anyway anyway welcome back today i thought we'd do a little picture that's little different than what we've been doing and today i want to emphasize how to do several ranges of mountains and have some in the background that are very quiet very distant and then come forward with it and we'll see what happens here um so peaceful valley peaceful valley at the beginning of the episode we were promised several layers of mountains yeah which we do receive i didn't he say three layers he didn't he didn't do a third layer yeah yeah so Strike one. <laughs> strike one, Bob. Strike one on a, um, on a night of many strikes. I did want to say real quick that Peaceful Valley sounds like a, sounds like a descriptor that a pastor would use during a funeral. Yeah, absolutely. They've made it. They've made it through the mountains, and now they've reached that peaceful valley. I mean, there's even the song, There will be peace. In the valley for me. So that was that was a nice little surprise there, you know? It was. A little nod to funerals. Yeah. Well, 
He didn't kill a guy in this one, so no extra points for that this no. week. But, yeah, I mean, maybe this is the the peaceful value that we are all received into mm-hmm. at the moment of our death. Yes. Though I hope I get jammed right back into a baby body and just get to live again. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. my soul You You want to reincarnate expires. directly into a baby? Yeah. Yeah. That slug. It's going to be a you slug. You think I get to be a slug? Yeah, man. Oh, it's because I shit on... Banana slug. Shit on way too many things. <laughs> um... So, I don't know why this never occurred to me until yeah. he mentioned it in this episode. Okay. I felt really dumb. Really, I mean, it was like two minutes into the episode. He'd painted sky, he'd painted water. Right. He'd painted one row of mountains. Yes. And then starts talking about the light and was saying, the light is, it's a lot easier to come from the right if you're right-handed. If you're right. left-handed, it's easier to come from the left. Yes. It's the most obvious thing. <laughs> this is why I can't be a painter. It's the most obvious thing that you could possibly tell me. And I'm saying they're going, huh, I guess that would be easier. Oh, I had the same reaction. Yeah. I had the exact, because you're, I guess you're more right-oriented, right? And so, mm-hmm. and he, he did say if you're left-handed, you could go either way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those lefties. Mm-hmm. Cockamamie. Yeah. Um, again, I don't want to repeat myself here, but three minutes into this painting, I was very happy. I, I think it was, I think I would have waited till like six minutes okay. in. Yeah, maybe time. a tad underdeveloped, but we had two mountain ranges very quickly. We had a nice sky and we had a nice little sort of sea in front of those mountains, mm-hmm. right? Beautiful water, beautiful mountains. <clears throat> um, and they're the again. They're these kind of these dark mountains, which I have a particular affinity for. Yes. Um, and the the farther taller mountains are lighter, but the ones that he did in front of that mm-hmm. are these really dark mountains. And man, those were gorgeous. Well, and I think we can both agree. I I don't think you'll argue with me here. Yeah. That the mountain easily the best part, like both rows of mountains, easily the oh, best part. Hundred one hundred percent. Yes, I completely agree with that. Um, no competition. No. Um, and there, there's never, I've never had one complaint about a mountain that he's done. No, they've all been great. Yeah. In fact, we just need, if he wants a perfect score, just give us a mountain. We just need Mount McKinley again. Just one mountain. Well, no, not Mount McKinley Well, there again, were trees. Because he there added things into yeah. Mount McKinley. Yeah. Just one mountain right in the middle of the painting, and we'll both, we'll both be thrilled. The problem, I guess, is for Bob in all his, I mean, I truly mean this, in all his magnificence. Yeah. The guy can paint gorgeous mountains in like two minutes. Yeah. It's not a problem for him. Mm-hmm. Particularly if we start the episode and we've already got the canvas covered in the magic white or some other color, and we're just going to take a little Prussian blue and make some sky. Right. And then we get right into mountaineering. Right. He mountaineers so so well. So, so well. One reason we do so many mountains in this series is to teach you to use the knife. If you can make mountains, you've made friends with a knife. Then you can do just about anything you want to do with it. Um, what was going on? With the guitar music in this episode, I don't. Are, are, you need to pull a clip of it. I so will. Everyone oh, I absolutely will. I don't. It's all over the place. Yeah, it's wild. I mean it. It's the least peaceful episode of this we've seen. Yes, we're on eight. Right. 
All of the others, like I see how the Calm app has decided to use them sure, to sure. help people fall asleep. This one, if you were trying to fall asleep, you'd lose <laughs> your mind by the end. Of you it. would be you would be in some sort of like Greek festival. Yeah, at times it sounded the first part sounded like uh like a knockoff Bob Dil- like royalty free Bob yeah, Dylan music right, right from the late sixties. Yes, after he was out of his folk phase. Sure phase. Uh, then there, it was peaceful for a little bit. It got classical for it a while. Cl- a bit classical, yes. There was just some very aggressive strumming for a <laughs> yes. minute. And a lot of shaker, heavy use of the mm-hmm. shaker. A lot of doubled up guitars as well. Yeah. I don't know what it, was it happening was, there. It was, uh, you know, pseudo-Celtic at times, but at all times psychotic. It's, it's like <laughs> one person at PBS. Yes. When, you know what the kids like? Rock and roll music. <laughs> we should put rock and roll, and that's the closest they could get right. at PBS to rock and roll. Like, all right. <laughs> that's got guitars. They'll be into that. Yeah. At 11 minutes, 15 seconds or so, Bob drops a bomb on us. This is the eighth episode. Oh, I am I am furious about this Okay. One. Um, I'm not painting it, so it doesn't directly affect You're me. not painting along. Yeah. yeah. But if there was a person painting along, I would be furious. Crucial he, piece of crucial piece of information here. 11, you said 11 minutes? About 11 two, minutes, 15 seconds. Episode 8. Yes. We've done seven full episodes. That's right. And he says, that's why we recommend a stretch canvas, not a, not a canvas board. Right. That's an that's an episode one recommendation. Absolutely, we get all the paint colors we're going to use, the tools we're going to use. The other component of that is what the hell we're going to be painting on this whole time. That would be like if you had a college course, yes, and they gave you a syllabus at the beginning of the course, and then right before your midterm paper is due, they went, and that's why we only accept this type of paper and you're like that wasn't on there i didn't know that (laughs) no that's exactly what it's i don't care for it no yeah and i guess what he means is a stretch canvas would be a canvas on a frame yeah and a board canvas would be one that's mounted on a board that's a little less flexible yeah a, a stretch canvas has a lot of give which i will say you probably should have noticed right by watching this that he beats the crap out of yeah. his canvas and it, and it, 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 moves it moves with him. <laughs> right. He would have probably, he may have stabbed through uh, a board canvas, honestly. Yeah. You know, probably. Um, so, yeah, that was a bit of a revelation. And you don't have to worry about cutting through the canvas with this knife. Canvas is very, very strong. And we recommend that you use stretch canvas rather than canvas boards. The canvas boards have cardboard in the center and they have a tendency to absorb your magic quite very rapidly and leave you with a dry canvas and we depend on this being wet through the whole picture so we all know if you've listened to this show that you have a problem with trees i have a major problem with trees not in real life you're okay with real trees i love real trees photographs of trees and again on this episode he immediately upset you with a tree with a whole yes. row of trees <clears throat> yeah in front of the gorgeous mountains yeah. um 
this is the first episode where I had a problem with the trees. That's true. And it's not really the trees, but it's tree adjacent. Um, <laughs> so about about 14 minutes into it-ish, yeah. mm-hmm. he has painted the row of trees and then decides to paint a reflection in the water yes. of the tree. This was a big issue for you. But the reflection is nearly the identical color. There, There's no change from the trees that are above it. So it just, for, for a little bit, looks like it's just tree continued on into the water. Yeah. And then he hypnotizes it as, as, we know. as a bob would do. Right. But then it just looks like green toxic sludge. <laughs> I don't know if people are familiar with the Toxic Avenger, the movies, and then there was it, a cartoon when I was a kid. He could have emerged yeah. from this. It it does not look like a natural reflection no. of the tree no. to me. It just, just looks like Nickelodeon slime yeah. <laughs> in yeah. a lake. It's almost that green. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he he kept trying to cover it up with other things. Yeah. But I could still see it. It didn't stop stop the feelings. <laughs> so that's all I was focused on for the rest of the you episode. Were. Yeah, you kept commenting on it, in yeah. fact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the reflection there, I, I did like some of the detail of the rocks that he put in, the sort of gray rocks. Well, um, he always does that well. Yeah. But, like, and you can see with, so as he does do, there's a row of trees and then right. some water and then another row of trees also surrounded by water and then yes. some trees in the front. Um, the second row of trees, you can you can see what I'm talking about if you look at it. Yeah. The reflection is the same color but like muted. Yes. Yes. It's not the exact same green. It's a muted green that looks like a reflection. Yeah. That one looks natural. The other one's not muted. No, it's it's the exact same color. I like it's it. It's the exact same color. Um, <clears throat> by about that same point in the painting, I wrote down about 14 minutes. There's still no center point yeah. to the painting, which we're going to come back to. Mm-hmm. We're going to come back to that. You love you loved the center point, oh. right? Anyway. And then there's a couple of hard glances. Yeah. This is where Bob is stumbling a bit. I'm I'm really convinced, honestly, especially with the critique of the water you know how i talked about oh, i'm yeah. tapped in with bob oh yes bob and i are one now you share the bob mind that that look i feel like he he got to the trees he painted the water and then went oh no that's yeah. not right and the hard looks were just him going what can i do <laughs> to make this more better everyone remembers that he would have already painted this picture once before yeah. for the show, and he has it off camera. Mm-hmm. Uh, in early days before we learned this, we thought maybe he's looking at a clock, yeah. something like that. No, he's looking at a finished copy of the painting that he is, you know, not create recreating 100%, but he's using as a template right. for the painting that he's filming. So... He took a couple hard glances there, yeah. and 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 it was almost palpable the sense of like, oh. what did I do? How, why does that one look different than this one? What I know that look, yeah, like the look when you're doing 
like I've been doing housework, like work on my house. Right. When you're trying to, you know, put up molding or something Mm -hmm. and you cut it and hold it up and you're like, oh, Uh. (laughs) something's not right here and I don't know what it is. That's also the look you get when you know you're bleeding PBS money (laughs) by the second. (laughs) They've already reused the film stock. Annette's standing off to the side. Yeah. Sweating. The Kowalskis Sweating. are just waving their arms. <laughs> part of the reason, uh, it was a bad night in Munzee. Um, part of the reason I think that this, I think this uh, may have been the last episode they filmed on this particular day. I think. I, we'll I wouldn't be surprised that. by that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, episode eight, that, that math adds up. Yeah, exactly. Um, the best part of the episode to me had nothing to do with the painting. Oh, yeah. I mean, it had I'm, a little to do you. with the painting. I'm with you on this. It was, so, after going through all of all of the trees and upsetting you with those, and then upsetting me subsequently with the water. Yes. He gets his knife out, as he does, and starts carving sticks, sticks. You into love the, the sticks. Trees. Yeah, you're you're a whore for the sticks. I am. I am. You really are. And apparently, everyone is. <laughs> um, he he basically describes how he scams buyers. Yep. for paintings. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. He gives you the whole Bob Ross method right there. Yeah, just carve those sticks in there, and then people instead of paying a little bit will pay a lot because they think you put a lot of work into it. A 30-minute painting, but looks like it took maybe 30 hours mm-hmm. all of a sudden. And he says, you have to decide <laughs> <laughs> whether you want to be a traditional artist or an artist who eats regular. Big distinction there for Bob. <laughs> Big distinction there. <laughs> you know, that's that, that actually says a lot about who he is. I mean, we know so much about the man in the sense of he was a beautiful person and he really practiced what he preached mm-hmm. and and he thought that art was for everyone. He was not a snob by right. any means. But this is the flip side. This yeah. is Bob the industrialist. Well, I mean, you know, we know he the entrepreneur. He, he was marketing himself. Yes. He was he was going to get that money. Yeah. He had he had a hustle that's about it. him. And uh I mean, that's that's how you get it done right there. Make people think you spend a lot of time on a quick painting and then just keep them coming. And fair play to him. Yeah. I mean, a lot of a lot of jobs capitalize on, oh, you can do that really well really fast. Yeah. And that's how you turn art is a dollar. Art is like the one place where that doesn't typically happen. Yes, exactly. But he found exactly. a way to do it. Right. And he did it very well. Good for him. <laughs> you know, when people see all these little sticks and stuff, they think you spent days and days with your one-haired brush sitting here doing all these little rascals. And when you get them believing that... Then you up the price of it. For a long time, I painted this way in the secrecy of my home and charged unbelievable prices, which a lot of painters are doing now. But if people see it takes you 30 minutes, then they don't want to pay you an unbelievable price for it. They want to pay you 30 minutes labor. So you have to make a decision whether you want to be a traditional artist or 
an artist at each record. Oh, the shoehorning into the foreground. This may have been the mistake that he made. Yeah. Uh, as I was saying a, a moment ago, there was there's no center to this painting for quite a while. And and he typically f- puts something there. You know what I mean? Or or he builds in the sides and the distance so much that we can picture ourselves standing in the yeah. painting. We're the viewer, right, of the painting. And <clears throat> in this one, he didn't do that. He, towards the end, realizes, ah, fizz knuckles i gotta Whoa. i gotta put i know dirty word i gotta put something in the middle of this thing and then he just slap shot does it very quickly um the foliage kind of went insane as well in this painting there was all sorts um we mentioned earlier about ecology right well it's winter in the background and spring is in full swing in the foreground mm-hmm. So we're in a unique yeah. place here, right? Mm-hmm. That only really exists. I think you refer to it as Bobland. In, in either Bobland mm. or Super Mario World. <laughs> One of those two places. At the end of a boss level, mm-hmm. you one of the prizes you get is like a bonus round as you get to clean your brushes. <laughs> Come on, guys! Just, as as hard as you just can, as hard just as you beat can. the devil yeah, out of the brush. Yeah, that's right. And it, and that involves like pushing, like if you're on an NES, mm-hmm. like pushing the up and down arrow as fast as yeah. you can. So you put it in your lap mm-hmm. and you tap it with the, exactly with each hand. It kind of sounds like like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> come on, someone help us build this thing. This I mean, would be amazing. I think Nintendo needs to get oh us my on. God, this. come on. Um. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Where were we? Where were we? (laughs) Basically, off of the ecology point there, we end up with a painting that looks like two paintings joined horizontally in the center. It really, and I didn't think about it until you said that. It looks like, like mountains. Mountain painting. And then a separate lake painting. Exactly. In front of it. Yeah, it's very disjointed. It's a cut and paste painting. It kind of is. It kind of is. And and I don't mean to shit on you here, Bob, if you're listening, and I know you are. But eh, this one. Um, at about 20 minutes, he says, let's get brave. Yeah. and Which is not <laughs> what you want to hear. When, when one is painting a landscape, the last thing you want to hear is, let's get brave. And what did he do, Nathan? Well... I'm glad you asked. He took his brush, got a little bit of of that Van Dyke brown, mixed with mm, some something, 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 uh, and then immediately created your worst nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Just an unaffiliated tree branch. Yes. Sticking out from the side of the painting. Very. Um, uh, what would you call it? It, very defined. Yes. Yeah. It it only makes sense to me if there's a tree where like people have you know how people top the trees yeah. to keep them from growing too high. Yeah. They've topped everything but one branch. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way this branch makes sense to me. Uh, and then immediately paints it out to the nearly the middle of the canvas. Uh, covering up mountain, <laughs> the, covering up the 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 beautiful <laughs> ethereal 
wispy mountain. The part we like. The part we really, really like. Yeah. He just puts a huge arm of a tree branch over it and then proceeds to do it again and again. I felt physically ill at that moment, and I'm not joking. I felt very happy because I got to watch you watch that. <laughs> it was all I wanted. Well, and you got it. You got it, my friend. I don't laugh. Trees need friends, too. Everybody needs friends. Uh, Bob reminded us in this episode that, you know, uh, we'll, we'll like it once we try it. Mm-hmm. And also, more importantly, that the canvas is afraid of you. That you yeah. are its master. <laughs> <laughs> and the canvas fears you. Yeah. It quakes. Now, I don't know. Maybe that's why we don't go with a board canvas. It's got more of a spine. You need to see little, the quaking. A little more rigid, yeah. <laughs> the, the skin must palpitate on, <laughs> on this kind of canvas so that you know yeah. it is quaking in fear at your presence. Well, I mean, to be fair... You you got just a regular canvas, and you're coming at it with an almighty palette knife, yeah. and you're putting it on almighty easel, yeah. and you are just beating it to death. <laughs> you beat the devil out of things. That's right. That, Thor, Thor has his hammer. Bob has his palette knife. That canvas better be afraid. That's right. The canvas better quake in fear like yeah. the Japanese in World War Two. There, there should be no... That's a, that's a horrible thing that I just said. I'm sorry. There should be no comfort that that canvas feels. That canvas better quake in fear. That's something else that I could say that would come back. I just want to see if it gets worse. Oh, I don't know if it can get worse. That was pretty horrendous. I'm sure you could make it worse if you want. I probably could. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, you know, towards the end of the painting, uh, the last thing that gets shoehorned in is a broke down tree. Yeah. Which is got to be my least favorite thing. Um. Yeah. And the broke down tree has a friend, and it's all broken down. Guys, this was a rage episode. This was an episode filled with rage. And filled with consternation, we, high hopes, low points. We have to we have to work through those, though. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I and mean, you have to you have to have the lows to get the highs. That's right. That's right. That is correct. I think you'll like this once you try it. I mean, as I say, first time it's sort of a. Son of a gun, just to throw all this right out in the middle of your picture, it's going to scare you a little bit. Just, but jump in there and do it. Remember, you're the master. This canvas is afraid of you. You're the master. With that in mind, I think we should rate this painting. All right. Ratings! Let's rate this painting like Pyongyang in summer. Nope. Nope. Yeah. Nope. It's not getting any better. Do they frequently rate things in Pyongyang or do they just rate their own city every summer? I, they probably rate their sadness because it seems like a an awful, awful place. For those new to the podcast, uh, we rate every painting on five categories. Five. Scale, scale of one to four. Total of 20 points possible. Bonus points available if anyone died in the making of that painting. 
Yes. That's a recent rule. I'm sticking with it. I like it. <laughs> yeah. That's, it, this is completely arbitrary. Yeah. <laughs> so, four. Peaceful Valley. Visual impact. Oh, boy. A four would be it has the power to view uh, to wow the viewer. No. Three would be the work has lasting impact on the viewer. No. Two would be the work holds the viewer's attention. <laughs> and one, there is little or no impact. Is one like there was paint on the canvas? Um, yeah, more or less. It's a one for me, man. I'm, I'm going to. You're going to go two. Yeah. So that's a 1.5. Yeah. I 1.5. It holds your attention, not for very long, and not necessarily positive. I was going to say, maybe not for the right <laughs> reasons. <laughs> uh, interpretation and creativity. Okay. All right. The design shows unique and creative interpretation. Of ecology? Yes. And the effort was far beyond that required. It shows a clear understanding and the ability to think outside the box. Eh. And with more effort, the project might have been outstanding. Wait, wait, was that a two or three? That's a three. That's a three. Two, the design shows some creativity and adequate interpretation. However, the work appears unfinished. Mm. And one... The design requirements are fulfilled. Project is incomplete or lacks attention to detail. <laughs> What's you going to go? I almost want to go three on this, actually. I Just based on the description. I'm going three also. Okay. I Part of me wants to give him a one just because I think it lacks attention to details, namely the water. Um, <laughs> composition and design. Okay. The design effectively fills the space and shows and effectively utilizes knowledge of the elements and principles right. of design. Okay. Shows an awareness of the elements and principles of design, and it mostly filled the space. Uh, two, it completely, uh, it was completed, yet uh, it lacks conscious planning and little evidence that an overall composition was planned. Feels like a two. Uh, but what's one? One is no evidence of planning, no. and it's somewhat used. There was. I'm going to go two. I'm going to go with the three. Okay. Because I didn't really have that much of an issue. Two point five with the design as a whole okay. of it. Okay. I I definitely just specific details. Okay. I definitely did craftsmanship. Ah. The design is beautiful and complete, and it demonstrates a mastery of skill and a clear understanding and application of medium qualities. Uh, That's a four. Okay. The design is pleasing and partially complete. And some understand. I wouldn't call it pleasing. Yeah. The design is fairly neat. <laughs> yes. The design is a bit careless in creation of the work. I'm going to. Yeah, I'm going to go to as well. All right. And criteria. Right. Final criteria here. Now, all criteria has been met is a four. Keep in mind, it's called Peaceful Valley. No. Most of the required criteria has been met, or has been followed. Some of the criteria have been met. Only one criterion has been met. I'm going one. Okay. This is a controversial opinion. I know it. <laughs> Here is why. Okay. All right. Explain. What were we promised? Peaceful Valley. 
What did we get? A valley. <laughs> the the water is toxic green. Yeah. There's some guitarist off in the background <laughs> playing like he has a gun pointed at his head and he has to play as quick as possible or he's going to get shot. That's accurate, yeah. One. <laughs> All right. So, I know I know it doesn't seem fair, but I am sticking with it. I'm going to go two on that. Um if you had to rename this painting, I think I would rename it The Valley of Incongruity. I would just call it Valley. <laughs> it's a more literal <laughs> And if if we go with the running theme of two word titles for the paintings, yeah. A Valley. A Valley. <laughs> it's not even The Valley. So, it's A Valley. Out of a possible, I believe 20 points. Well, yes. 21 if he had killed someone, but well, he didn't. 20, yeah. Out of a possible 20 points Bob has earned let me double check my math here. Bob has earned 10.5. Oh, that is bad. It's real bad. That is a 55%, folks. Th- that is correct. That is correct. That's our first failure. That's a D. 55? Do we have Ds? That's or an F, an man. F? All right. We'll yeah, call it 60 is a D. We'll call a spade a spade. I, I mean, I feel bad about it. I don't feel too bad. Because I enjoyed the journey. <laughs> <laughs> well, we always enjoy the journey. Bob takes you on a ride. Yeah. Regardless, he's going to ride you. That didn't come out right. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I, he's 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 going to ride you like a Russian KGB agent if you're Paul Manafort. This got weirder uh, the more you explained it. Yeah, I know. But, but surprisingly more accurate. Shoot, we might as well just keep going with it. No use letting you stop now. Remember, if you have a tweeter, yes, go on there. Go on Twitter. Follow us. us. Yes, at Bob underscore Thang Pod. T H A N G. You'll you'll know all about our next episode, uh, Seascape. Seascape, guys. Oh, Seascape. Here's a little bit of Seascape. Now, doesn't that sound nice? We're going to play with clouds, play with light. We're getting a seascape. I'm pretty excited about this. I huh? am. I, I, I got to be honest. I said this last time. I have high hopes for seascape. I, uh, I don't want to seem like I'm cheating here, but I've, I've peeked at the, at the painting. It's pleasant. You're into it. It's a, it's a change of pace. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> There's a lot, I mean, really every painting we've had so far has been a mountain setting. That's true. Woods, maybe, but it's been very Alaskan. And Seascape is not. Right. So you have that to look forward to. It's going to be a little bit of a change up. It's going to be something nice. And we are steamrolling towards uh, the season finale. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a few more episodes to go, but rest assured, Nathan and I will be planning something very special. And I'm going to throw this out there without even asking you before I do it. Well, that's how our relationship doesn't yeah, function. This has not been discussed in any way. Wow. I think for our final episode, uh, we should have a guest raider. Oh, I like that idea. So if you're interested yes. in guest rating, having your rating averaged in with our, our ratings. ratings 
to come up with the final score. Oh, I love this. Maybe you'll be kinder to Bob than we've been the last couple of episodes. Excellent. Uh, go go on Twitter. Let us know. Let us know what your score is and give us the breakdown uh, per the criteria. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That sounds like a thing we could do almost every time if people well, want to reach out. Maybe. Well, Let's just, not get crazy. Just, uh, well, yeah, we didn't discuss Let's it. Let's not get crazy. We didn't here. discuss it. But uh, yeah. Let's do. Let's plan that. Okay. Uh, reach out. I'll give you the uh, the score sheet so you know what you're looking at. Oh, that's a lovely idea. And uh, before we see you again, there's always plenty of episodes of our other show, Sushi Jackknife, to go check out out there in the world. And uh, keep your heads above water, folks. It's a crazy world out there. It is. But remember, here and nothing but a Bob thing. There are no mistakes. Just happy accidents. That's right. And good night, everyone.